Welcome. It is time to grab a seat, buckle up, and take a ride with me through the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe, where we will learn all about coins and tokens, NFTs and contracts, digital real estate and the metaverse, and so much more. There will be a lot to get through on the block, but I'm here to help you pave the way and avoid those nasty pitfalls and rug pulls so you don't get hurt. I will introduce you to interesting characters and concepts as we go about this journey. Welcome aboard. Your ride starts now. What's up, what's up? Dr. Brooke, the your local crypto proctor here today. I hope you have your seatbelt on. We are in for another exciting ride. Last episode, I talked about the bear being woke and the bear being awake, meaning we are moving into a bear market. When you invest in a bear market, you have a lot more opportunity to buy things during a fire sale, so to speak, and get a lot more of something with less dollars. So there's a lot of opportunities here on the table for us today, especially in the crypto space, especially in the blockchain technology space, especially with NFTs. Projects are a lot more discounted than they were before and all of it, actually. So but also during these times, people are pulling a lot of money out of the markets. People are running around in panic. People are running around not sure of what to do. And one of the things, if you've been following along this journey that I speak about a lot is really learning to invest with conviction. So if you've done some due diligence, if you've looked into projects, if you've really, really researched and feel great about the team that's behind that, what they're looking to do in the future, what they're currently building, all of the pieces, if you've looked into all of those, then you should feel very convicted or very confident in the decision, in the investment decisions that you're making. So I talked about really what kind of things were going on when the bear was awake, right? The Federal Reserve here uh, in the United States, printing trillions of dollars, injecting all that into the marketplace. It's no wonder we're here in this place that we are right now. But what do you do in this state when a lot of things are going on deep, 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 deep discount and you don't actually have the funds to be able to put into it? So there's a couple different strategies and a couple different ways that you could utilize or you could think about utilizing that could be very beneficial in the long run. So obviously putting in really low dollar amounts into the markets can have a big potential gain depending on how much percentage increase that these certain projects go up, right? $50 in Bitcoin in 2010 would now be granting you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars because of the increase in Bitcoin's um, market value or market cap, right? So with other projects, you could be looking at putting in $50 or doing something called dollar cost averaging, maybe taking $50 per paycheck uh, into a certain coin or project that you believe in that you can then keep getting into, getting into, getting into, purchasing more and more and more and building up a good stack of cash or a good stack of coins. 
uh, is better said that way. A good stack of coins. So dollar cost averaging is an option. That, that is definitely a play that I've been utilizing over the course of my entire crypto investment journey over the last like year and a half. And it's really been awesome. It's really been beneficial. And I am building up my stash, building up my coins and really getting some substantial amounts into these projects that I know I'm buying literally pennies on the dollar for. Their valuation is so much higher than what their actual coin price is currently. And so I have a lot of convictions about these projects. I'm not taking my money out at a loss and running because at that point, then it actually becomes a true loss. So all of these people that are complaining about their you know, portfolios being down or they're in the red and they're really upset and people are getting really emotionally driven by that, understand it's not actually a physical loss unless you pull your money out of the market. If you pull your money out of the market, then that is a loss. You're literally getting less than what you should be. And you only do those kind of things if you are emotionally invested in things because a friend told you or someone told you like a colleague or an acquaintance, somebody told you to get into a project or you were led astray by somebody on YouTube telling you to get into this coin because it's going to be the next Bitcoin. If you think about all of the people, all of the companies Let's forget about the cryptocurrency space. Let's forget about blockchain and NFT. If you think about the current companies that we have today, Facebook, Uber, Airbnb, all of these companies, there's so many people that are like building up other companies on the backs of these going, hey, we're the next Uber. We're the next Facebook. We're the next this. We're the next that. We're the da 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 when you're looking at projects like that and they're claiming that they're the next this or they're not like somebody on YouTube saying, well, they're the next Bitcoin, do the due diligence, do your own research and really look into that. Are they truly the next Bitcoin? There is like tons of people trying to claim that they're going to be the next Bitcoin or they're going to, you know, have that same market cap valuation that they do. And there's going to be a lot of players that rise up. Trust me on this. There are going to be people that rise up. There are going to be companies that rise up to reach those levels like an Apple, like a Tesla, like all of these big, huge corporations that are doing incredible things in the world. They're going to rise up. These technologies are going to come up. And so we've had a lot of fallout of the crypto markets over the last you know, few weeks, two weeks, uh, even like real fallout. Now, of course, we're in the process of potentially going through a recession. Yes, I said the R word recession. People are either in the camp of understanding that maybe we are on the brinks of recession and that markets are going to fall a little harder. And then we have other people that are still trying to operate as though, you know, there's a bull market and they'll see increases in, uh, companies or projects, they'll see increases, you know, uh, it's up 40%, it's up 30%. Those are all the people buying the dip. It's all the new money coming in because people are buying the dip. So do not let those plus signs fool you when you're looking at market fluctuations. 
because you can look at a project and go, oh my gosh, that's up 60%. I'm getting in. And then it dropped right back down because it's getting influxed with or like an influx of money is coming into that project because people are buying the dip. So don't get led astray to bring all my coins together. Do not get led astray by somebody on YouTube telling you you're going to buy this coin. It's going to be the next Bitcoin. There are absolutely going to be companies like that. There's going to absolutely be coins that show up. There's going to be lots of energy and you know hype around other things but there's going to be companies that rise up out of this these go through cycles this is what the financial markets do they go through cycles and i want to bring some attention to the fact that in 2018 when cryptocurrency so cryptocurrency blockchain technology really was born out of the last recession that we went through in 2008 so it did not actually physically go through the 2008 collapse and everything happening then uh, because it was born out of all of that, born out of the ashes, right? In 2018, the crypto market in January of 2018, the entire cryptocurrency market was $850 billion, $850 billion over the entire market. That's every single coin, not just Bitcoin. That was all the coins in the marketplace in 2018, $850 million. In December of that same year, that went all the way down to like 130 something million dollars. 850, all the way down to 100 and something, 130 something million dollars. Almost 80% or over 80% of that was lost in what they called in 2018 at that time, a crypto winter. Now, did crypto come back? Were people questioning crypto's validity and whether it was going to survive during that time? You know, in 2018, it was just a bunch of hype and people are like, absolutely, look at, there it is, the shakeout's happening, the fat has died away, we're moving on with life, no such thing as Bitcoin, it's going to die, it's going to die, it's going to die. Well, guess what? Here we are four years later, 2022, on the brinks of another recession. 2018 wasn't a true recession in the same way 2008 was, but here we are on the brinks of another downturn in the market, the bear waking up, the bear coming to life as the bull takes a break. He's been running really hard. And we're now looking at a time Bitcoin in the the highest highs, of course, a lot of money has been taken out. And I don't know the exact figure, so I'm not going to pretend to give you the numbers where we're sitting at right now. But understand, at the end of 2021, and even early into this year, Bitcoin's market cap, Bitcoin alone, just one coin, was sitting at $950 billion. Just the one coin exceeded the amount that the entire cryptocurrency had in 2018. Bitcoin is not going anywhere. Bitcoin is not dying. Every area which people said Bitcoin is going to die, you just keep seeing the ticker continue to go up. To the point, there's been a lot of money taken out of the crypto markets recently uh, with the whole Terra Luna issue. I spoke about it in uh, episode eight of the podcast. Go check that out if you want to learn more. 
or you could just simply Google search Terra Luna and find out all of what happened with the collapse of Terra Luna there. But even with Terra Luna, like, or with all of that stuff happening and being pulled out, like the Bitcoin, or not the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency market cap for the entire earlier this year, $3 trillion. $3 trillion globally. The percentage of people involved in this marketplace or in this um, financial, you know, ushering in of the new world, like the new Web3 world, not the new like, I'm not talking new world order type thing, but the ushering in of this new technology, that there, there's so much here. There's so much uh, opportunity and understand that a very small percentage of people are involved in it right now. There's so much opportunity to, for you to be involved. So if you can't dollar cost average or you're having to, or hey, dollar cost average, maybe just a small percentage of some of your income because you don't have to have a lot of money to start with this. Because if you're investing in penny stocks or penny coins um, and they go up, 10,000% or even 100%, that's still, you know, substantial uh, income. And so the other, the other thing that I would say would be another option for you would be, for me, I use a credit card for all of my purchases. I don't use my bank card. I don't do like chat, like nothing. I use my credit card for all purchases. And with that credit card, I earn cash back rewards. So every single month, those cashback rewards get deposited into my bank account. I immediately take it and I move it to my uh, crypto exchange account. And I use that money to then deposit more money into those projects that I believe in. So that's free money that I'm getting. The credit card company has not made a single dollar off me in any interest charges because I pay it all back down and I get their money to then invest. So that is also helping. So when you don't have money to invest, think about creative ways that you can do to um, really draw in some more income that can help with building these portfolios. Of course, there's there's things like I know a lot of different people that are doing uh, food delivery services like DoorDash or Uber Eats, things like that to build up some extra income to be able to then just take that extra income separate from whatever other income they have to deposit into their crypto accounts. There, there's very creative ways to do this. There's things that aren't gonna feel so pretty and they might feel beneath you or what, but it's important to understand that regardless of if you're invested in this space or not, investing in it financially through cryptocurrencies or NFTs, the reality is the entire world is going to blockchain technology. And these blockchain technology or these blockchain companies are building these like larger uh, communities, communities of people together so that we move the world forward. We move the world forward away from a centralized unit where centralized information is being housed and only like a few people control that versus the magnitude, the strength of the community being operated by us as individuals and we're in control of our data. So in summary, just to wrap this up, three, three different ways I just gave. 
One dollar cost average, take a small percentage from your paycheck every, every time and deposit it into your crypto exchange accounts and purchase the coins that you feel that you have conviction around, the ones that you have done research and looked into. The other option is taking credit card rewards. You know, maybe you're not traveling so much and you don't want to get miles. You can trade that or you can, if depending on the card, you can turn that into cashback rewards and put that into your crypto account. The other way is to do, you know, odds and end kind of jobs like DoorDash and Uber Eats or, you know, like creating something and selling it or putting, you know, something for sale like on OfferUp or on, you know, next door, different things that you can sell and make some extra cash, flip it and put it into the markets. Put it into a project that you believe in. Put it into something that you have a lot of faith in understanding of. So when I talk about this, a lot of people, you know, might be like, well, Brooke, why aren't you sharing what you're trading or why aren't you? This is something I, I'm willing, I I don't have any issue sharing with people what I'm into, what I find conviction around, but I don't want people just to buy something that I have conviction around. I want them to buy something that they feel like they have conviction on. So these are dialogues and conversation. If you want to keep the conversation going that we can have a talk about. I am building a, a community around this to where we as a community come together and bring different things to the table. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts on this? Well, maybe not a good idea because so-and-so blah, 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 right? Down the line. We're not investing in now. We are investing in the future. So yes, we're putting money away now, but for the future to come. So I hope you found this helpful. It's extremely important. I cannot stress enough. We are in the most exciting time, I feel personally, to be like in this space because there are so many things to be um, extracted and learned from. And so many things, not even just financially. Like the financial gains are beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. Like most people guarantee in the crypto market, everybody wants to ask, well, how much are you making? Like, truthfully, I'm upside down. I'm in the red. And most holders of cryptocurrency are in that same place. But the difference in the thought process is I'm not taking and running away. I'm actually sticking around and playing because these projects that I have, that I hold, I am totally convicted about every single one of them. And I am so like, that bull is coming back. And the bear is only here to say, hey, you want to get more of this? You want to get more, like maybe you could only get two or three of these, you know, at $60,000 with Bitcoin, you could only get like, if you, you know, fractions of a piece, if you didn't have that much to invest, now you get more Bitcoin at the price of 30 K that it sits at right now than you did when it was 60. So you've doubled your holding and you're not able, or you're not having to spend so much. Like that is the beauty and the incredibleness of this space. People, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, <laughs> wake up. Anyways, Dr. Anyway, Dr. Brooke here with another episode of Dr. Brooke on the Block. I hope you enjoyed your ride today. I hope you found this useful. And I am looking forward to connecting with you on another ride with some more fun, um, adventurous people that are taking this journey with me. And we are all ears and all hearts and given given from our just 
just being here and loving on you, giving from everything we got to really help you feel comfortable and understand that you are in the right place at the right time. Congratulations. You made it through another round on the block with Dr. Brooke. I hope you laughed and learned a bit more about this crazy Web3 universe, but how simple and fun it can really be. Would you be so kind as to leave us a review and share it with your friends? It would mean so much to get this out to more people as we embark on the greatest transfer of wealth that has ever happened in history. Hope you enjoyed yourself. We'll see you on the next one.